Well, it's now officially that time of the football offseason. The preseason all ACC teams have been released. Is our guy Tyler Van Dyke getting enough respect? You are locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, including pregame and postgame for Miami Hurricanes football. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen every day. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you smash that like button. So here we are. Athlon Sports has put out their annual All-ACC preseason teams and... We can debate all day whether Miami's getting enough love on the first team, whether Miami's getting enough love overall. But I think the real headline grabber here is the quarterback. But let's make our way through the top four teams first, okay? Only a pair of Canes make first team all ACC. I think it's deserved by both of them. You've got our punter, Lou Headley. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. He gets first-team honors. We also have offensive tackle Zion Nelson, who gets some favorable draft projections as well. He's a first-teamer. The second team has a lot more canes on it. Running back Jalen Knighton, the rooster himself. Tight end Will Mallory. Guard, he could also play tackle, DJ Scaife. Cornerback Tyreek Stevenson. I think by the time the season is over, we're going to be thinking probably should have been a first-teamer for Tyreek. And kicker Andy Borigalis is a second-teamer. On to the third team. Two from Miami make this list. Wide receiver Keyshawn Smith is a third-team All-ACC and defensive tackle Leonard Taylor. Boy, do I hope he breaks out this year. So we've gone through three All-ACC teams. You're thinking, wait, wait, wait. Where is that quarterback that we hear so much about who's getting all this love? Tyler Van Dyke, fourth-teamer. TVD is the fourth-team ACC quarterback. Also fourth-teamers, defensive tackle Jared Harrison Hunt, safety James Williams. So that rounds out the Hurricanes who appear first, second, third, fourth-team All-ACC. There is no fifth-team, by the way. So anybody anybody not on that list is not getting any sort of an honor. So, yeah, guys, Tyler Van Dyke. You know, we look at Heisman odds for quarterbacks in the ACC. The only ones that really get any significant love are Tyler Van Dyke and DJ Wiyongalele. Draft projections, Tyler Van Dyke gets more love for the 2023 draft class than any of the other quarterbacks in the ACC. So how come he's the fourth teamer, not first, not second, not third or fourth? Let's go over how this breaks down. So first team all ACC, Sam Hartman from Wake Forest. Second team quarterback, Devin Leary from North Carolina State. Third team cornerback in the Coastal now, Brennan Armstrong from Virginia. And TV Dimes is the fourth team All-ACC quarterback. Tyler Van Dyke's numbers last year. Now, a little bit of a limited sample size compared to the other quarterbacks that sit above him. And guys, don't think that's not part of the criteria here. I think that the way these lists come together preseason it's very much merit-based. It's not strictly a projection of how things are going to play out throughout the 2022 season. A lot of it is merit-based coming out of 2021. But Tyler Van Dyke last year, you can't deny the stats and the numbers he was putting up. 63% of his passes completed last year. 
had that incredible run of 300 plus yards and three plus touchdowns. Uh, his ratio was awesome. 25 touchdowns to only six interceptions last year. He was named ACC Rookie of the Week five times, and that was five times in a six-week span. That was like a heater at the blackjack table, what TVD was doing for half the season. Uh, he was ultimately named ACC Offensive Rookie of the Season after it was all said and done. But let's look at the numbers from the first, second, and third teamers. And honestly, I'm glad I reviewed the handiwork of the top three because I think all of them in different ways had even better seasons than I remembered, okay? Sam Hartman, the first teamer. He got Wake Forest to the ACC championship game, which is more than Miami did last year. He did lose in that title game. And actually, he lost to a team that Tyler Van Dyke beat head-to-head -head in Pittsburgh. So, I don't know, maybe my circular logic. We're, all, we're always going to come back to TVD. But no, Sam Hartman had an awesome season last year. 58.9% completions. Over 4,200 yards, 39 touchdowns to 14 interceptions. So TVD did have a higher completion percentage. Uh, the touchdown-interception ratio, a little bit smaller sample, but better for TVD. But, yeah, Hartman was awesome last year. Like, I'm, I'm not arguing it. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, Devin Leary from North Carolina State. Do not sleep on him. I like this player a lot heading into this coming season. 35 touchdowns last year to only five interceptions. That's a hell of a ratio. Completed 65% of his passes through for over 3,400 yards. Then you get to Brennan Armstrong from UVA. He's had a really prolific season. He threw the football a lot last year. Threw for over 4,400 yards, 31 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. He completed 65% of his throws. Now, when we're talking about TVD, if you want to use the word buried, he's buried on the fourth team All-ACC. Keep in mind that very same publication. Athlon Sports considers Tyler Van Dyke to be a better draft prospect for next year than any of those other quarterbacks. So I think that should tell you that this criteria don't allow yourself to get too worked up and too angry about this because like the same publication admits, yeah, this guy's more talented than those others may end up being, you know, a better professional quarterback than those others. So how do they come up with first team, second team, third team, fourth team? I think a lot of it has to do with the existing body of work and you know tvd doesn't have quite the resume right and i thought uh, our pal our listener playmaker junior on twitter made a really good point as to why he doesn't think tvd is being disrespected here he says about the fourth team all acc he responded to us and by the way you can follow our show at locked on canes we will follow you back. You follow us on Twitter at Locked On Canes. We want to build this community of viewers and listeners and Canes fans, most importantly. So we will follow you back as we did follow back Playmaker Jr. And he says it's fair. Prove it on the field with wins and consistency. Hartman had Wake Forest playing better than they should have last year, he says. Leary led NC State to a victory over Clemson last year. And Brennan Armstrong put up great stats last year and he beat us at home versus TVD. That's right. He had the head to head. You know, that was uh, that was like early in the TVD career, so he hadn't like hit his groove yet at that point in the season, but listen, the out the the head to head duel is there and it did favor uh Brennan Armstrong, not Tyler Van Dyke. And so I think the most important thing that I do when these all ACC preseason teams come up with, what I love to do every single year 
Sometimes this works out better than the preseason list. Sometimes things just get worse. You take a mental note of who, where, and how many Miami players they have on the list when this list comes out in June. In December, we look back at it and say, wow, they didn't give James Williams, for example, nearly enough respect on the fourth team, or Tyler Van Dyke, nearly enough respect on the fourth team, or Leonard Taylor, who I believe was on the third team. I'd love to see him up on the first team at the end of the year. Tyreek Stevenson on the second team. I want to see him on the first team by the end of the year. So these preseason all-ACC teams, I use them as motivation. Don't take it as disrespect. You know, I know that we all like to kind of assume and theorize, oh, the people who come up with this stuff, they just don't like Miami. They try to minimize Miami. If you really want to argue, let's argue at the end of the year when we see how they rank Miami players when they release the postseason all-ACC teams. But here are some of the other responses that we got on Twitter. Uh, we tweeted it out from the Locked on Canes account. Tyler Van Dyke, fourth-team all-ACC behind Sam Hartman, Devin Leary, and Brennan Armstrong. Is this fair or should TVD be higher? FinFan33 writes, at least should be second, but he needs to earn it too, which I believe he will. And I agree. I think at the end of the year, we're going to be having him first or second team all ACC. Jason writes in, all of those guys have done more, but Tyler Van Dyke definitely has the highest ceiling, but I get it. Uh, Terrence Sullivan says he should be third ahead of Brennan Armstrong. Um, Hunter Mayer says Hartman is first team, and then you can debate second team, TVD or Leary, but there's no way Tyler Van Dyke is fourth team. And then Robert Lee Hutchinson writes to us, he is the best quarterback in the ACC, talking about Tyler. No way those other three are better, and he will prove it this year. Bingo. Let's go out there and prove it. That is the most important thing. And, okay, I did promise this on Twitter yesterday that in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be going by more unit by unit. We talked about the defensive backs on our special weekend episode. I hope you guys check that one out if you missed it. Yeah, we did put it put out an episode on a Saturday. I think the next unit, and I'll explain why later in this episode that we're going to take a deep dive on, is going to be running back. And then within the next couple of weeks, I do want to take a deep dive on the quarterback room. Obviously, we know who the starter is. And we can talk a lot more about him, what makes him special, how he's projected to go this year. But then in that room, I also want to take the deep dive on the newcomer, Ja'Cory Brown. I want to take the deep dive on who I think is the heir apparent in Jake Garcia, who's probably going to be the guy who takes over next year. So we will be devoting an episode very soon on the quarterback room. If I told you that today is still going to be a loaded episode. We have a lot more to come on this episode. If I told you it was going to be loaded, I think I'd be underselling it because, man, my head is spinning following recruiting right now. When anyone refers to June and July as a college football offseason, I laugh in their faces, man. There is no more offseason in college football. We just had three official visits over the weekend. We've got a ton more four- and five-star players who have named Miami among their finalists in 2023 and even some nuggets for 2024 so we're gonna get uh we're gonna get deep into recruiting my friends when we come back but you want to check out betonline.net i go on here all the time to check out miami hurricanes futures plus 500 to win the acc tyler van dyke 
plus 700 odds to win that. Uh, actually, plus 3,300 odds, I should say, to win the Heisman Trophy. You can get all these numbers and more at betonline.net. It is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup. That series between Golden State and Boston is now even. The NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, which I will tell you is a game changer. You don't just have to bet before the game start. You can actually bet during the games with dynamic odds, esports information on there, and so much more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. And trust me, you're going to learn so much at betonline.net where the game starts. Hey, we have an important favor to ask you guys. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast like this one even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On podcasts. So go to LockedOnPodcasts.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. How about that? Go see the you in person if you win. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you so much for your help. All right. So, man, and we're going to be, guys, you know how we do this throughout the week. We're going to have several recruiting experts on throughout the week, including John Garcia Jr., who's going to be with us on Thursday's episode this week. We'll, uh, I'm also working on bringing on Gabby Urudia from um, from Inside the U from 24-7 Sports. So Miami just had three official visits over the weekend. And also today, Monday, the top cornerback in the class of 2024 so not this next class, the one after that. Desmond Ricks, top cornerback in his class. He's on campus today, probably right now, depending on what time you watch this, I guess. But Monday, today, right now, he's on campus visiting, according to Gabby Arudia from Inside the U. Uh, so as far as 2023 players who just visited, four-star edge rusher Tamir Robinson, he's from the class of 2023, just visited over the weekend, according to Gabby Arudia from Inside the U. He and his family, because remember, you're not just recruiting the players, you're also recruiting the parents. That goes into it a little bit more than some of you guys think. He and his family loved their visit, and Miami checks off a lot of boxes for him, okay? So his interest in Miami has been considered cool. So is it heating up now? You know, Miami also may view him potentially as a linebacker, not just as a as a defensive end, possibly an inside linebacker as well. But Tamir Robinson, definitely a player to watch. And you got to hope Miami starts ascending up his rankings now. Also just got a visit from four-star offensive tackle Olaus Alinen. Had a very good visit, according to all accounts. Uh, his family's actually, I read, going to be staying in the area until the end of the week. So I don't know if they're just like checking out South Beach or what they're doing, tourist stuff. But they're going to be like they came last Friday. They're going to be around until I think at least this coming Friday. And we all know we all know how much Mario Cristobal is going to be uh, coveting offensive linemen. So this is one he would love to close four star offensive tackle. Uh, we got a visit from three star safety Jaden Bonsu. Talked about this player a lot. Uh, I Three stars is the label. I think he flashes four-star talent, and I, I think he's probably going to 
get a little bit more respect throughout this coming high school season. This player is really good. He also had a Miami visit this weekend. He's from New Jersey. According to Rivals, he loved his visit. And they believe that Miami has probably boosted their chances because of the way that this visit went. Uh, heavy competition, though. So Jaden Bonsu, the other schools considered to be in consideration, Alabama, Arkansas, Michigan State, Ohio State. Four-star cornerback Damari Brown from American Heritage has named Miami. Uh, this was not a visitor, by the way. We're getting – the official visits are done. That was Bonsu, Alinan, and Robinson – uh, but there's some other news on players naming Miami as finalists. Four-star cornerback Damari Brown from American Heritage. I'd love to build a pipeline, you know, to that local school specifically that we haven't gotten enough from. Uh, he has named Miami one of his six finalists. Uh, he is favored, according to On3, to land at Clemson. Miami is considered the second favorite statistically for whatever that's worth. Uh, there is also Alabama, Florida State. LSU and Oklahoma in his top six. So I don't want to sound like I'm settling for anything here, but I'm going to say something that I've said a handful of times when we talk recruiting. And I want you guys to remember this. I want you to take it to heart. Something's going to happen within the next few months here. Miami is in the mix for a ton of blue chippers, five stars, four stars, guys who are you know top five at their position around the country who have publicly named Miami in their finalists. We out inevitably on most of these players. We will miss out on most of them, okay? If we are able to land a handful of them and miss out on most of them, you would consider just landing a couple few of them to be a success, right? There is a chance with some of these players we've talked about being in the, the finalists, Miami might miss out on all of them, okay? I, I'm not wishing that into the universe, but I want you guys not to get too upset about missing out on a lot of these players because, again, it is inevitable when you don't have a program like the Alabamas and the Ohio States and the Georgias and the Clemsons that have been in the college football playoffs over and over and over again and actually winning national titles. You're not going to be landing uh, even, you know, 20% of these four and five stars until you can show you can sustain some actual competing around college football. So personally, and I know this is going to sound like I'm making these terrible excuses. Why is he already making excuses before these players even choose their school? We also need to look at the big picture here. A lot of these big time players that are naming Miami among their finalists would not have even had us on the list the last several years. Like just the fact that Mario and his staff are making Miami attractive enough that we're being named a finalist among some of these guys already, that's a victory. But, you know, some of you like to hear that. Some of you don't like to hear that very much. Uh, now, here's here's a player I would love to land. One of the top offensive linemen, second ranked offensive tackle for next year's class, class of 2023, Francis Maui-Oga. Um, he has said he's got Miami in his top six and he has said about Miami, I'm very close with the Miami staff because I was close with them when they were at Oregon. He said, I developed a great relationship with coach Cristobal and coach Mirabal. I talk to them all the time, but it's not just them. I feel someone from the staff reaches out to me every day. Coach Cristobal is a former offensive line coach. And I like that. He said, 
Having a strong offensive line has always been important to him, and it's something that he emphasizes. Plus, I got my guy Jaleel Skinner over there. Yeah, he's IMG Academy, so is Jaleel Skinner. Uh, and it's always a good time on the Miami campus, and I feel at home. So for Francis Maoyoga, his other finalists are Alabama, Florida, Hawaii, and that's you know that's because he's a Hawaii guy, right? You'd be like Hawaii. Why are they? That, that's where he's from. Uh, USC. Uh, so it's Tennessee, USC, Hawaii, Florida, and Alabama are his other five finalists. Miami is a top eight finalist for 2023 safety. Derek Williams. Uh, he is the second best safety in the class of 2023 per the 24 seven sports rankings. Uh, the other finalists there are Alabama, Clemson, LSU, Oklahoma, Michigan, Texas, Texas A&M. Uh, he's from Louisiana. And yeah, you notice that a lot. We had a conversation with John Garcia last week and he says like per capita, the top recruiting areas these days, obviously South Florida is always going to be among them. Uh, he also brought up Atlanta, Georgia area, ton of kids in Georgia these days and Louisiana, like Louisiana is really an ascending recruiting ground. Like there are a ton of great players that come out of there. Uh, another uh, player to name Miami as a finalist, a local guy from Fort Lauderdale, Stranahan, wide receiver, Hakeem Williams. Uh, he has noticed a change in the culture. He said, he talked about, uh, this is a quote from Hakeem Williams. He says they are changing the culture for sure around there, and that's the home team. So you gotta love the home team. He said. Uh, let me see who else he is considering. Uh, Texas A&M is the strong favorite for Hakeem Williams. Um, the let's see. So my I, I don't even think Miami is getting like a percentage odds, but this is you know, I, I'd, I'd love to kind of sneak in and pull this player out of there. So. Yeah, that's where we're at, guys. Just a whirlwind, a whirlwind of players naming Miami as a finalist of theirs. Handful of players just visited Miami this week. You got a four-star uh, for actually, I think, a five-star from the class of 2024 who's visiting today. So absolutely loaded these days. All right, when we come back, want to talk a little bit about the running back group here uh, on Locked on Canes. But guys, Built Bar. Built Bar has helped me take my fitness to the next level, guys. I've been able to replace those candy bars that I love so much that were so bad for me. I have replaced them with healthy, nutritious, delicious Built Bars. They're actually better than my candy bars. Don't you love a chewy, chocolatey brownie? What about a caramel brownie with a caramel swirl on top? So good. What if I told you you can have all that chewy, chocolatey deliciousness plus 17 grams of protein? Yeah. You're in luck because caramel brownie bars are available at built.com right now. You've got to act fast because they're a fan favorite. Forget about dessert. These are better than dessert. Plus, all the macros are unreal. Just 130 calories, 17 grams of action-packed protein, only 4 grams of sugar. I would replace a regular brownie with Built's caramel brownie bar in a heartbeat. And the best part about it, guys, is caramel brownie bars are covered, yes, in 100% real chocolate. With Built, you don't have to sacrifice taste for health. You can have both, guys. All of Built's bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. There are a million reasons that you should try Built bars, but for now, let's just say the caramel brownie will rock your world, and that is an understatement. With Built, tasty is the new healthy. Go to Built.com to get your box of caramel brownies now. Go to Built.com, use our promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. 
Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we put out a listener poll that I think helped us decide the next deep dive we are going to take on a position group. Um, you know, we did defensive backs over the weekend. You could say, well, that's two positions, safety and well, come on. We did that unit over the weekend. And then I asked you guys at Locked on Canes on Twitter, which of these Canes football position groups is the most loaded? Running back, tight end, or safety? Now, we already talked about the safety, so I'm glad they didn't win this poll. Uh, running back. 55%. You guys consider running back to be the most loaded unit. Now, I know if our guy Better Duck is listening to this, he's been very critical of the running backs. If he's listening to this right now, he just punched a hole through his wall. <laughs> so when we do the deep dive episode on the running back position, we're really going to test Duck's patience because our and if you guys aren't familiar, you want to follow him on Twitter at Better Duck. He's he's one of uh, the awesome members of our Canes community. He's he's a he's a little negative, but he's like comically negative. He spends half of his day ranting about Miami's running back. So I'm sure he didn't vote running back on this poll, but running back gets the edge in 55%. Safeties get 37% of the vote and tight end, which I think is pretty loaded, only gets 8% of the vote. So we are we are going to devote our next episode taking a deep dive on the running backs. And I do like the depth there a lot. Don't sleep on Henry Parrish, who transferred in from Ole Miss. He could very well end up being the best all-around back, right? Because he he does everything pretty well. Um, Jalen Knighton had overall a very good season last year, especially when all the other running backs were dropping like flies with injury and rooster was the guy who had to carry. I thought he did really well last year. Uh, Trevante citizen, the true freshman coming in. We'll see how much burn he gets. I think he could definitely get some playing time as a true freshman, but it's a deep room. So the next couple of years will really tell for him. Don Chaney going to be coming back from injury and Thad Franklin. I thought when you talk about improving your stock in the spring thad franklin was one of the biggest risers like he had a very good spring period had an awesome spring game so i'm looking forward to seeing what he can do so yeah we're going to break down the running backs very very heavily tomorrow and yeah we're going to devote some social media q a's later this week as well so anytime you guys have questions comments on the show Easiest way to drop them to us is on Twitter. You see my personal. It's at Alex Dono. Also, our show account at Locked on Canes. We follow back everybody from the show account, so hit us there. You can also leave us YouTube comments as well for those of us watching this on video. And we will be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. Now make your second listen, the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast, hosted by Raphael Barlow, who does an awesome job. They give fans an in-depth look into the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and of course, big boards. Follow Locked On NBA Big Board every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, huge shout out, guys. Remember to subscribe to our channel on the audio platforms and on YouTube. If you can leave us a nice review, that goes a long way as well. We will talk to you guys tomorrow on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team 
every day.